Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. I'm enjoying part two so far of Big Dreams Daily Joys. Me too. Diving into the brain of Elise. Yeah, this was a really great deep dive. I wrote a ton of notes. Yeah, it helped kind of formulate where I'm at with crafting, where I'm at with like life stuff going into the new year. I I love that this is like formulating the changes I need to make, I feel like. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Which I guess is the point of the book, but yeah, it's happening. Yeah, so there are like (laughs) three things. Okay, there's there are a total of five things that we're going to go over in today's episode. One, why plan? Two, why are you not getting things done? Three, why do we write things down? Four, why prioritize? And five, determining your priorities. Let's do it. Okay, so why plan? Elise gives us like really good lists. And like I am just totally into diving into lists and just being like, okay, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. Now let's talk about it. So her list of why we should plan. To stay on track, to get ahead, to maintain focus. All great reasons, but then she dives into the thing, the reasons why I think planning is really important. We plan so that when things go wrong, it's not the end of the world. I love that. And we plan so that we can build space into into and around our lives and our work. And I think it's those two things that like, yeah, we plan to stay on track. We plan to get ahead. We plan like, you know, we plan... I think it's people who don't plan and like when planners, when people, when planner people don't plan, we think, oh yeah, you know, I don't need to stay on track. I don't need to get ahead. I don't need to maintain focus right now. I don't need to do those things. But if you do plan or if you are planning, you know that you do it so that when shit hits the fan, You know, you're glad that you put, like, a fucking raincoat on. Yeah. When everything goes wrong, you know, you don't put, you don't put smoke detectors in your house because you think your house is going to go up in flames. Right. You, you, you don't, like, buy insurance because you think things are going to go wrong. You do it just in case. Mm-hmm. And... That's why I love, like, that's why planning helps me. Planning helps me because when things go wrong, when things go bad, when things don't add up, when things are not the way they seem, I can, like, consult my planner and be, when I'm feeling confused, it will unconfuse me. Yeah. I'm like, you know, what did I do last week? Did I get this thing done? What do I need to do right now? I'm feeling overwhelmed. It helps me to be less overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, I think like, excuse my voice, but sick, but I think like there has to be as you, I think like the term adulting is kind of like trying to find the harmony between being productive making your life, like sustaining your life and doing the things that we talked about in part one of her book, which is like, you know, the three tiers of things, like the things you have to do and then the things that, you know, are 
you work in your day and then the things that are extra to make your life fulfilling. Like it's adulting is finding the harmony throughout your days of where those come in and where you have space. Because like, I think like, cause that's what it is. The overwhelm comes in when you want to live life and not think about stuff you have to do, but then you also have things to do. So I love that the planning part, like why plan? So you don't have something to do every moment because you want space for life to be like, that's where I'm at right now is this like struggle between not overdoing it in the action part slash, you know, it ties into my one little word too. It's like, I just want to be home and in the present moment. Like I don't want to feel like what's looming on the back burner of all the stuff I need to do. So I think she said like planning allows you to know when that you can feel that and not be bogged down with the overwhelm. Absolutely. And, you know, we plan things and she says, she makes this a very specific point is that, you know, we plan things so that we have space to not plan things. Right. You know, it's awesome if you can plan things so that you have a night free or you have a weekend free. Yeah. Or you can take off the week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Or you can binge watch your TV. Like I lo- we talk about all the time how much I love television. But yeah. You know, I can't just sit around and watch TV all the time. Well, we've talked about that how like the watching, the making the space for the sweet things in life, like the binge watch TV doesn't feel good if you didn't tick 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 first. Exactly. And that made the space. I right. can't watch I can't I can't watch tv i can't like pour myself like i watch right we've talked about how like some people love books some people like pour themselves into like stephanie howell devours books that's how i devour tv and i can't devour tv if i have that voice inside of my head of like Kristen, you need to get this thing done Kristen, you need to send that email to cam Kristen, you need to uh put up that post on the awesome ladies project Kristen, you need to mail out the package yeah those voices should be like oh my god what is that person going to do next? Oh my God. What is that? What does that knife on the table mean? Like, Oh my God, do you think they're going to kiss? Like right. that's so, those voices need to be like into what's happening on the screen. Not like Kristen, you need to like, you know, take the meat out of the freezer for dinner. Like that's why I write down, you know, what are we having for dinner? What's for dinner? Like if I need to do things, then I, it's so much easier to be able to like look on my calendar, my planner. And it's, it's great when everything has its place. Right. And of course, you know, w- let's use everything in air quotes because right. we don't have perfect places for everything. Right. But when we have places for enough, mm-hmm. and I think that's, we talked about this a lot, you know, giving ourselves grace and like letting ourselves be enough. Like sometimes it's just like, okay, didn't get to dinner, didn't defrost the thing. So we're getting takeout tonight. Yeah. And that, that quiets that voice. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, you make enough space where you made dinner six nights this week. Yeah. You planned out enough so that you got 95% of your work done and there's enough leeway in your life 
to have that space for that five, you know, five, and you know, 95% is still an A. Right. Right. It's still super awesome. Yeah. And again, it's like the craftiest female breed that we are like needs that blocked needs to know like that blocked off space of like this is the time to do this then it's the time to do this the free time and the stuff we want to do ends up feeling like a reward you know but but also the tug of war of also giving ourselves grace when not everything gets done and the allotted space for like you're saying like there is a lot of like back and forth between all those emotions of things. Well, which is why I really love the stuff on pages 36 and 37 because yeah. she gives it that like, you know what? Let's take all the emotions out of it and say like, why are you not getting this stuff done? Here are a right. bunch of questions. Here's a flow chart. Just literally like ask yourself these questions. Like, you know, what's, what's happening? Do you have enough time? Like literally ask yourself, do I have enough time to take on this big project? Right. Sometimes the answer is just going to be no. Yeah. And like that might feel really shitty. Like that might suck. It might really suck that you don't have enough time to take on the 100 day project this year. Yeah. It might really suck that you don't have enough time to volunteer at your kid's school. Yeah. Or maybe read- you do. And like maybe you can shift some things around if that's right. what you want. And like, can you do it because, you know, the next one, was there a lack of communication? Right. Yes. Like maybe you needed to, you know, make a change with your partner. Like, you know, uh, you pick up the kids from school so that I can do this thing on Tuesdays that I really want to do. Maybe I want to go to a Pilates class on Tuesday that, you know, is at three o'clock, you know, and the other thing was maybe she's not, you know, you know, maybe you're just not interested in it. You know, maybe it's project life and you know, it's, April and you're just like, I don't really want to put cards in little pockets anymore. Yeah. That's fine. And I find with my creative projects, it's not so much like that I lack interest. It's that I said, if I could be doing that or this, I'm more interested in the other thing right now. Right. And I think that that's the time thing. Right. And it's like, I only have a half an hour. Right. I would rather spend 30 minutes on the couch watching this thing with my person. Right. That's where my energy level is right now. That's where my brain is right now. I, you know, given that 30 minute time period, I would rather be sitting, watching, relaxing than standing, cutting, exerting that type of energy. Right. Well, that's like it. Like she talks about it as the three reasons you don't get it done is lack of time, lack of communication, lack of interest. But I also think there's a fourth of like lack of energy. Like maybe you have the time and the interest and there's no one you need to communicate to. It's just your energy level. And like, what do we always say? Um, frequency. Well, there's like a word we always use. Anyway, I can't think of it, but um, that's off. I feel like that's the fourth component kind of. Yeah, but I think that is time. Oh. Oh, I guess if you're like, if your energy level, if you only have a certain amount of time when your energy level is, is at where it's at. Right. Cause you, you literally don't have any more time. Right. Bandwidth was the word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, you just don't have, you literally don't have time. You're choosing between those two things. I see. And cause like, you know, if you had unlimited time and unlimited resources, you could do a ton of things. Right. 
but you have to choose. And, you know, those, like, it, it also, you know, decision fatigue comes into it also. And, like, she'll, she'll get into that with uh, prioritization and other stuff. But, like, the time thing is a real, a real important aspect. You only have so much time. And, you know, time is energy, time is money, time is all these things. So you can swap that out for whatever word you want to use. But you only have 24 hours a day. Eight of those should be spent sleeping. So you only have 16 hours a day. And you have to eat. You have to go to the bathroom. You have to drink water. You probably have to work something, whether it's a job, whether it's domestic responsibilities, whether it's taking care of other people. It's definitely taking care of yourself. So, you know, we talked in part one about how you have things that you have to do. And so you're only going to be left with a small amount of time to do the things that you want to do. And so, sure, energy plays a part in that, but you only have a certain amount of time to do the things that you want to do. Like this week, I was sick and I was like, I have all this time that I allotted for ABC, but I cannot get up to do them. Like, I just. But you like, didn't oh. have the time, you were sick. But the space was still there. It's just the health wasn't. But right, right. But you are a different person. Sick Amanda is not the same as regular Amanda. Oh, I see. So the time needed to be taken up with healing, and then there wasn't time. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, I see. Your like your time was already like, and so like you know like let's get into why write things down. Mm -hmm. So she says a list creates space, and we know lots of things about lists. We talk about lists all the mm -hmm. time. We had Cam on for thirty days of lists. We had almost everyone talks about how writing things down is important. And she says, like, if you are a list person, like, just, like, literally skip this part. She talks about how a list creates space, a list help you sort, and a list help you save time. And then she gets right into, like, prioritization. And, like, this, why prioritize and determining your priorities? Your priority was getting healthier. Mm -hmm. You had to get better before you could do anything else. Right. And if getting better was the only thing that you could do with your time – but it was the only thing that you could do with your time. Which then leaves you with no time. Lack of time to do exactly. That. Right. I see. So like right, time is that whole thing, which is like, you know, think about it like um if it takes you 40 minutes to drive to work, or if it takes you 40 minutes to drive home from work, and you have you know, you leave work at five o'clock and it takes you 40 minutes to drive home. And at seven o'clock, you have to meet somebody to do something. And yes. so, you know, from six o'clock to seven o'clock, you have all of your relaxing time and you're ready to do something. But there is a accident on the highway and it takes you two hours to get home. So you don't get any of your relaxing time. Because it took you two hours to get home, that took up all of your time. Getting home was the priority. Mm -hmm. So because you had to prioritize getting home, it was literally the only thing you could do. You couldn't just, you know, leave your car in the middle of the highway and walk home. Because that was my time to ABC. Exactly. Yes, I so get you, it. You know, your relaxing time went away. It just, you know, right. and, and like, that's one of those other things is like, 
I think it's so, it's one of those things that's like really, really, really hard to like think about and grasp of like, when we, you know, schedule things, when we prioritize things, when we say we're going to do things, like those things don't actually exist until we do them. Mm-hmm. And like when we set aside time to do things, until we're actually doing them, that's just, you know, imaginary. Right. And so like, you know, saying I'm going to get all of this stuff done on my winter break and then coming down with sickness, right? which is bound to happen because you are around sick little children the entire <laughs> time. And as soon as you're away from them, your body's like, oh my God, right? rest. This is exactly what we need to prioritize. Right. Because the potential of doing things is not the same as doing things, which is exactly. what the list, right? So it's like you write down what you could potentially get done, but it really, sometimes things. Bigger. Right. And then she gets into, you know, what, you know, why do we prioritize? Because there are things that we have to get done. Right. And like, that's why sometimes we can, you know, it's, it's nice to go back and write on the lists the things that we had to get done because sometimes we write a list of things that we think we need to get done and then throughout the day it's like, oh no, you know, uh, my sink faucet busted and then right. there was water all over my kitchen. So the right. only thing that I could do was fix the sink. Right. And as crafty as, doesn't it happen to you sometimes too, where like as crafty as females, you write your list, you do everything quote unquote right. And then something like that happens and the frustration level gets, goes up because like you, you want that feeling of I'm doing everything right and crossing it off and tending to my list and making priorities. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the, the frustration happens when you don't let go of the unforeseen circumstance. Like, right. And un- that's all about grace. You have to give yourself right. the grace of like, you are not all knowing. You right. cannot control the world. You, you know, things are going to happen to you. Right. And that's why we, that, that's why we plan because right. things are going to happen to you. And when things happen to you, you can look at your list and say, okay, well, you know, this is not a big priority. This is not a big priority. I can say, hey, like, you know, there's a leak in my kitchen and, you know, water's spilling everywhere. I will get this email to you tomorrow. Hey, you know, like, can I get you this project tomorrow? Hey, I'm going to have to cancel this meeting, you know, and like, uh, I have to make lists and I have to make schedules. You know, I do a lot of things. Because if I have a very bad headache day, I need to say like, hey, I need to not do this. I need to not do this. I need to push this to tomorrow. I need to push this to Thursday. Right. Because I might need to take a day off at a moment's notice. Right. And like when I used to have to do that, it would like it would devastate me. Mm-hmm. I would think that I was broken. It would just be horrible. And And now it's a little bit better. It's now it's you know, on the good days when we are, you know, like you were saying, like, oh, it feels like everything's awesome. It feels like you're, you're checking the box. That's when you get ahead. That's right. when, you know, you can move forward. You can do things that are awesome and, and really move mountains. Right. But also like when things suck and, you know, you move backwards, your list is there to help you build it up again. 
Yeah. And it's just really helpful. And this has been, um, this has been really awesome. And I really like that she has this on page 43, the try this, the three things concept. That's the saving grace of this whole conversation, I think. Yeah. And, and her, um, her get to workbook has this in, on the daily pages, on the weekly pages, on everything. It's just like, what are the three things you're going to do? What are the three things you're going to do? What are the three things you're going to do? And like, honestly, sometimes if the three things you're going to do are get up, get dressed and eat breakfast. Right. That is enough. Yeah. And I love that she attaches the method of that on this page to her being a first time mom with Ellery. Like it just made it so real. And it was all about giving herself grace without ever saying those words. Like it's kind of what you were saying. So it was like, I love that the three things concept is so functional and practical and doable and action after this first part of chapter two, uh, part two, but it's also like such an abstract way to give yourself or like a real way to give yourself grace. Totally. Which is kind of what it's about. Yeah. And I just, yes, this has been awesome. So we want to know from you, what are your three things? What are you prioritizing? How do you plan share? You know, you can share pictures of your planners with us. We'd love them. Go to the awesome ladies project.com slash crafty as female. And you'll see the classroom You'll see all of the cool things. And I'm just really loving this book. I also just lo- love the illustrations inside. I love the yellow of part two. I'm not going to lie. There's right? something about fun? the yellow of part two on everything. So many different tones. So it. what's next book clubs? Page? Next, next week we are reading pages 44 through page 51. 44 through 51. Okay. And there is the reading guide in the classroom. Cool. So we'll be back next week with pages 44 through 51. Have a awesome week, guys. And we love you lots.